The following contest is scheduled for one fall. I've seen that man before, that's Randy Phil. The other one's some kind of half man, half monkey. It's a massive duplex and not one dragon in sight. Right, ladies and gentlemen, marks and shaggers, we are back for more Snapdragon duplex. I'm working, Mikey's working, we've missed a week. We were busy, that fucking three-man podcast was a hell of a job to edit. And we've both just been busy overall. Uh, we missed a week. Uh, I'll run through the fucking card. It was CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. CM Punk wins. Ruby Soho versus The Bunny. Ruby Soho wins. Inner Circle versus the Men of the Year and Junior Dos Santos for the main event at Rampage with the Men of the Year win after Masvidal interferes costing Jericho and the Inner Circle the match. That's building up for their big feud that Mikey will be buzzing his tits off about. Then we had the special Saturday Night Dynamite 1 of 2. Dante Martin versus Malachi Black. Malachi Black beat that boy. The Lucha Brothers defending their AAA titles against Andrade's masked team, who they didn't fuck about, they revealed it was FTR, and I was pretty cool with that, and full gear it's going to be FTR versus the Lucha Brothers by the looks of things, going to be a good match. Then we had a trios match, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson and Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order taking on the Super Click, the Super Click one because they are absolutely super. And Saturday Night Dynamite finished with Brian Danielson beating Bobby Fish. I think that was just a weird way to finish that one. We're back on track now. Mikey, take us away. What have we been missing, mate? What is up, you beautiful sweaty marks? It's me, Mikey Mack. I'm offshore this week, and I am pretty gutted about that, to be honest. I can't lie. Anyway, let's start this podcast right. First things first. Uh, sending all the love, all the fucking good positive energy that we can to good old Jim Ross yeah. after his skin cancer diagnosis. Hope you kick its ass, man. And um, I think I speak on behalf of fucking all the fans when I say that we all love you and we hope for the best. Yes, all the best for JR. Right, so we've kind of taken a bit of a, not a break, hiatus. We'll say hiatus because it sounds more professional. It does. But um, a wee hiatus after our show with Davy Nitro. And it was just a bastard to edit. It took us a while. <laughs> so here we are, and I'll just rattle through Rampage and Dynamite. We missed a week. I mean, there wasn't too much to say. I mean, CM Punk fought Danny Garcia. Um, Wrong week. What was it? The Acclaimed versus the Lucha Bros. Wrong week. We had, what was it? Jade Cargo, Sky Blue, Wrong week. Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage in a Philly Street fight. That. What do we make of the Philly that Street was a fight? Man podcast. Bit disappointing. I thought it was a bit disappointing. <laughs> well, the Rampage, uh, Orange Cassidy versus Hobbs. Right, we're on track. I actually think this this was this week. Right, okay, so we're good. We're good. We are good. This week, Rampage, we have Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs. First round, championship Championships. Championships. Fun match, man. Orange Cassidy won with a roll-up mousetrap. Um... <sighs> So, at this point, I was saying, right, okay, well, we know it's going to be John Moxley in the next round. Spoiler alert. It is John Moxley in the next know? round. And Orange Cassidy's going to fucking die. <laughs> I think they're doing a bit of a... Well, they've made Moxley a tweener. I know he's kind of been a tweener for a while. He came in as a heel, didn't he? So, like, he's never really changed himself. But they're kind of, it's kind of the crowd's going more towards him being a heel again. Yeah. Um, 
guess still, I mean, who's the only thing they're ever going to boo Moxley is when he does a paradigm shift onto Hangman Page, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley. What do you make of uh, the Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs match? Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs. It was a quick match. It was fine. They were teasing that the last time these two fought it was a fucking short as fuck match when Orange Cassidy hit Powerhouse Hobbs with the Orange Punch. It kept cutting to Matt Hardy during this match, so I think Matt Hardy might cost Orange Cassidy a match further down in the tournament. Don't know where you're getting this fucking John Moxley stuff. He needs to get through press 10 vans of the Dark Order first, but we'll cover that in the next episode. Happy for Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs. I'm guessing they're just going to fucking throw him in against Brian Cage at some point because that's all you do with Team Taz is fight them with Brian Cage. Next on the card, we've got Tony the Shagger, your man and mine, <laughs> everyone's favourite uncle, and he's interviewing Penta Ercero Miedo in the ring and his lackey who I lack the fucking awareness to remember Alex the name Abrahams. Of. We pause to let Randy fill you in. Eh, eh. Phrasing. <laughs> anyway, this uh, interview goes off without a hitch for like fucking 30 seconds <laughs> until FTR Shanghai them and show interest that they're going to go for the AEW tag titles. And Pac comes in for the save. What are we thinking, man? What are we thinking? Do you think, for me, this is going to be similar to when Christian Cage uh, won the other team's belt, if you know what I mean. Uh, he won the Impact yeah. belt and the TNA belt, um, but then failed to win the belt that matters, as I call it. So I feel like FTR have won the AAA titles off of the Lucha Bros, and they're not going to win <laughs> the AEW belts as well. Are they? I don't think they are. <laughs> I think it's going to be a fucking good match. Yeah, give FTR the belts. Give the... Are they the fucking pinnacle? Aye, they are the pinnacle. Give FTR in the pinnacle a bit of fucking oomph by putting the AEW tag belts on them. Side note, when you were saying about Christian not winning the main belt, Christian had a title defence Saturday past there and he's fucking lost the impact belt already. Not sure if this is his first or second title defence. But Christian is no longer Impact Champion. Do with that information what you will. Lucha Brothers versus FTR is going to be a banger at full gear. Do you work Pac and Andrade into that for some reason? Ah, because MGF was saying that Andrade's hired out FTR for one night only or something. So, maybe they'll all get involved. One big happy family. No. Because there's spoilers later. But we'll get there later for Andrade. Take it away, Mikey. Anna J versus Dr. Britt Baker. DMD. DMD. In what they have called a grudge match. Oh, okay. Did you guys... Did you know <laughs> they had a grudge? Is this something on Dark? Or is this a BTE thing? Like, What am I missing here? Um, Do you know what I'm probably missing? Probably missing something that they told me really blatantly and my fucking attention spans all over the place. Anyway, this was a good match. Um, Britt Baker wins with a lockjaw and you get Ty Conti coming out, breaking it up uh, to further push that feud. So yeah, I enjoyed this match, mate. What about you? I can't remember what happened with the match, but 
after it, I think they've announced that Britt Baker is going to be defending her title, the AEW Women's Championship, against Ty Conte or Anna J or TJ as a duo. She's defending the belt against one of them, and that was building for this. The grudge match, didn't know it was a grudge match, it's a load of pish. But, love everyone involved. Let's move on. Now it's time for your main, main event. event. We had Andrade versus Pac 2. Another fucking banger. Oh, yes. I mean, did you expect anything less? Great match. For me, the first match just edged this one. I think maybe because it was a bit fresher. It was a bit fucking like, oof, this is going to be cool, man. You get these two, like, underappreciated fucking bangers of wrestlers. Fucking come from WWE, and we're going to see what they're like in A-Dub. Yeah. So, I mean, this one, you kind of knew what to expect, but it was a lot of fun. Always buzzing to see these guys do their thing. Um, the ending was kind of cool, actually. Malachi Black appeared, um, Black missed on Pack, and then aligned himself with Andrade, which, I don't know, I mean, how do you explain it? I mean, he's not, he's, he's not doing it for money. Is it an NXT thing? No, of course it's not. I'm joking. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Um, if they can bring some sort of spooky reasoning behind this, that'd be quite cool. But we'll, we're yet to see. We're yet to see. Um, and then out comes the Glock. Arn Anderson. Distraction. And Cody returns. Shanghai's the boys. Shanghai. So Cody's going to get his wing back. Sorry, <laughs> Easy for me to say. Is Cody going to get his win back? Spoiler alert. Yes, he fucking does. Jesus wept. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I was really hoping he wouldn't. I felt like Malachi Black should be on like the biggest run ever. But anyway, we'll come to that when we come to that. How did you find Malachi Black? Sorry. How did you find Andrade versus Pac-2? Well, it was just like you slipped up there. You went straight for Malachi Black. That's what this fucking takeaway for this match was. I struggled to remember that Pac won, but it was a fucking really good match. A hard-hitting match. I don't know what the pace was like, but it was just fucking spot after spot after two boys just wanting to hurt each other for the sake of hurting each other. It was a brilliant match. Pac wins, and then he gets jumped, and it kind of took the fucking wind out of the win. And I'm disappointed with that, because Pac hasn't had a lot on fucking AEW lately, he gets this fucking win, he gets the win off the rematch, and gets shot on from a great height by Malachi Black, only to be saved by Cody Rhodes, of all people. But, we'll fucking cover this when we get into Dynamite. Speaking of, let's get into Dynamite. Right. That's us to Dynamite, Saturday Dynamite. Thank fuck we're going back to Wednesday Dynamite, by the way, because this is doing my tits in. It's fucked us. Kicking off the show, we've got your boy, Dustin Rhodes, versus fucking the people's boy, Brian Danielson. Brilliant. And all I could think was, you're going to get your fucking head kicked (laughs) in. Like, fuck me. Did you know, by the way, I don't know anyone listening at home or Randy, yourself, mate, have you listened to Brian Danielson's theme song just in the house, on YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts? 
Yes. Um, yes, I have. Because they actually have the words, you're, you're going to get, get your, your fucking, fucking head kicked, kicked in. in. Which was the chant uh, for him at Ring of Honor. And they've got that in the song. So, cool as fuck. Cool what as fuck. Brian Danielson wins this match with a guillotine. I thought it was pretty cool considering um, the Roman Reigns not beat him with a guillotine. What might have done? Doesn't matter. Um, it was a decent match. Matter. It wasn't my favourite of Daniel Bryan's AW matches. Brian Danielson. But it was solid. Do you know what the most surprising thing was? No blades. Well. Dustin Rhodes kept all his blood inside <laughs> his own body. Who would have fucking thunk it? Yeah. It was, this was a weird match for me because you look at it and you just think, Brian Danielson's going to win it. He's going to win it, he's going to win it. But it was still a fucking really good match. Good to see these two fighting. And I think this was a case of these are two guys that wanted to work together. And this is how you get that match. Fucking disguise it as a first round tournament qualifier. Doesn't need to be a big story. Doesn't need to be a face and a heel thing. Just... And I liked it. It was a good match. Two guys putting a lot of fucking work into it. Showing us exactly what AEW's given us. They're giving us the good wrestling shit. And you don't always need a blade. But I did text Mikey before Dynamite and I said, Dustin Rhodes is fighting, Cody Rhodes is fighting. If there's no blade involved, I'm retiring from Snapdragon Duplex. I'm still here. And we've still got a main event to go, but let's smash right through the rest of it, mate. And we're getting through the rest of it with promo, promo, promo. First promo is Adam Page with the super elite, some of the elite, any of the elite, calling Adam Page a cowboy shit. Not much there. Next, Tony the Shaggers in the ring with Sting. Darby Allen, no, he doesn't even get Darby Allen. It was an update for Darby Allen. MGF comes out, interrupts Sting and says, you want an update on Darby Allen? If he keeps going the way he's going, he's going to be like your mate Lex Luthor in a fucking wheelchair. But Darby Allen kicks about in a body bag. Would you rather be in the wheelchair or the body bag? Doesn't matter. Sting goes to fucking hit MGF. Sting gets jumped off Wardlow and the chairman Sean Spears. Three on one. I can't mind if FTR get involved or not, but they beat Sting down. MGF smashes him with a diamond ring, and Sting sold it. Like, Mr. No Sell sells the fucking diamond ring knockout. So, that's definitely not ending anytime soon, and we'll move on. Tony Schiavone interviewing AEW Women's Champion Britt Baker. It's Ty Conte that she's going to be fighting. Yes. A. Britt Baker fighting Ty Conte at full gear for the AEW Women's Champion. And she is going to beat that ass. Why is AEW always talking about beating asses and being in each other's asses and ass, ass, ass? I don't know. Whatever. But next, round one of the TBS Women's Championship Tournaments. The super bad girl Penelope Ford versus the runaway Ruby. So, Mikey, what you got, mate? Penelope Ford versus Ruby Soho. I wonder who's going to win this. <laughs> um, it's in the TBS Eliminator. 
and Ruby. Ruby Soho wins. I mean, anyone surprised? No? No. Me neither. She went with a roll-up. Bit strange, but hey, it was an alright match. It was fine. It did what it needed to do. Uh, the bunny comes in for shenanigans and then gets chased away by Red Velvet. So we're getting a bit of an alignment with Red Velvet with Ruby Soho. Yeah. Um, okay, that's fine. I don't mind. I mean, AEW's full of these alignments that seem strange at first and then they make them work. So they do. women's tag team wrestling, I'm all for it, man. What did you make of this match? I mean, I don't, I don't know what happened. They, they fumbled about with the brass knucks. The referee was kicking them, kicking them, kicking them. Was it an intentional fuck-up? Was it an actual fuck-up? Either way, Ruby Soho progresses, does she? She does. Um, so who's she got in the next round? I can't remember. We'll talk about it on the next episode. I just want to smash through the rest of the show because we had some catching up to do. We've got a backstage segment. MJF saying, you're doing a great job, but you're under a lot of pressure. MGF saying this to Wardlow, so he's but assigned him an accountability buddy in Sean Spears. Hey. I'm going to be cool with that. Sean Spears and Wardlow tag team in a wee bit. Bit of friction. Progressing the pinnacle storyline. They might coexist. They might absolutely hate each other. Either way, it's getting my boy Sean Spears more TV time. Love it. Next match, please, Mikey. Bobby Fish versus who the fuck is Anthony Green? Correct. Squash match, boring. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> what do you think of Bobby Fish's theme song, by the way? Did they have a theme song? Fucking dire, man. I think it's <laughs> awful. But I won't slag it too much because I'm actually buzzing to see Bobby Fish oh, in AW. And I think uh, there's a good future ahead. And as I was writing that, fucking, we started to get a peek of it. We get Bobby. Fish turns heel, starts kicking fuck out Anthony Green, even though he's already won, and we get none other than Charles Manson Punk himself <laughs> coming in for the save. Punk versus Fish. Come on. Come Who's on. not looking forward to seeing that? Yeah. That's all this match was for, wasn't it? Give us a bit of a fucking tease and then announce it. CM Punk versus Bobby Fish. It's going to be a good match. I say that. But the CM Punk matches have been good to watch, even though we said the first one was bang average. He is like the draw for the show. You want to see another CM Punk match, another CM Punk match, a Brian Danielson match, a Minoru Suzuki match. Oh. oh, speaking of Minoru Suzuki, just found out that is his tour of America come to an end. So we won't be seeing any more of him anytime soon, I think. But I enjoyed his few matches even though he didn't do a lot or whatever but they were fun I enjoyed them it was good to see somebody kicking about like a, a big face abroad it added something so it's Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer another fucking eliminator match um, come on oh my come god on. Who, whoever booked this just gets it they just fucking get it don't they it was fucking Big stiff match with two big stiff men. Stiffer than it needed Phrasing. to be. <laughs> At the start, we're meant to believe, right? This is the only daft bit, but come on. Just who, who are you talking to? I love daft wrestling. So the start of the match, we're meant to believe. We're supposed to suspend our disbelief enough that the guy with bright white 
fucking luscious locks tied up underneath a baseball cap who looks like he's been at the gym every day of his entire life since he was fucking brought into the world. We're supposed <laughs> to believe he's not a wrestler, that he's just some fan. Because Lance Archer picks him up for a scoop slam on top of Eddie, outside, and he sells it like fucking Dolph Ziggler in an electric chair. <laughs> Love this shit. I was pissing myself laughing. Brilliant. And then we get Eddie winning. I'm happy. What? Randy, are you happy? I know you're an archer kind of guy. Mate, happy with this? Mate. We're going to get Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. Mate. So, come on. You've got to be happy with that. That's going to be a fucking violent match. And I can't wait. I can't wait. We you saying to all that? What the fuck are you smoking? You mention the fan bump. You don't mention Lance Archer. Doing a fucking moonsault onto his own skull, nearly breaking his neck, nearly fucking ending his own career, and Eddie Kingston winning with a fucking roll up just so they can get the end of the match. You don't mention that, but you mention that Lance Archer scoops a boy on Eddie Kingston. Right, fair enough. If that's the way we're if that's how we're playing this, but good match. Love the match. Big fucking scary moment when Archer Pyle drives himself with the top rope. Don't know what the spot was going to be. I think he was trying to do a moonsault and Eddie Kingston was going to get out of the way, but that didn't happen. Um, so who did you say we've got? Is it Eddie Kingston and who? Ah, it doesn't matter. I'll cover it next week and I'll be buzzing about it. I'm just so shocked that you forgot about that bit. So we get a Men of the Year with Dan Lambert segment with uh, Sammy Guevara. And I'll just cut it short, right? Go for it. Um, if Sammy, Sammy's going to be fighting Ethan Page for the TNT title, right? So if he loses, he doesn't just lose his belt. He has to leave the inner circle. Bastards. Which is a bit weird. It's like me saying, oh, um, if I win this bet with you, Randy, you now need to go tell uh, your family to fuck off and <laughs> never show up to theirs for Christmas again. I mean, that to me seems like it's not really enforceable. And Sammy could just be like, yeah, I'm not in the circle anymore. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> I'll see you guys at the pub. Yeah. But anyway, he accepts. But if Sammy wins, he gets to pick which three members of America Top Team the inner circle will face at full gear. That is not an even trade-off. That's not even. He gets to pick three people. They're all hard as fuck. Who's he going to pick? Paige Van Zandt, <laughs> Dan Lambert, and fucking Jorge Masvidal with a blindfold on. Like, <laughs> how is he going to get much of an advantage? Anyway, um, Sammy's not going to lose to Ethan Page. Don't be daft. What do you make of this shit, mate? Do you, do you like it? I mean, it's silly bollocks, right? What are you saying to it? It's, it's one of them, isn't it? Like, every now and again in a wrestling show, you have a big fucking marquee match. UFC guys or a boxer or a rapper or somebody so that you can get outside eyes into AEW this is what they're doing and they're going to do it well because I'm the same thought as you, Sammy Guevara needs to win, then he can pick which members of America top team then they can promote it saying we've got fucking UFC guys coming in AEW for full gear watch that match and when you say Dan Lambert they need to put him in this fucking match. 
and they put him in and say, we're going to shut your fucking mouth for you. And obviously get Masvidal in there so that Jericho can get your revenge. And then who was the guy that many of the year tagged with? Was it Junior Dos Santos? Is that right? Get him in. That'll be your three guys. And have Dan Lambert take the pin. Next match on the card was Jungle Boy versus Brandon Cutler. Squashed. <laughs> Poor Brandon Cutler, man. <laughs> Fuck me. Do you remember when he came out with his like Dungeons and Dragons gimmick? Oh, remember I... that? Feels like a fucking million years ago, eh? They got absolutely belted by Jungle Boy. Anyway, Jungle Boy starts calling them elite pieces of shit, which I thought was fucking great. Fair enough. He's such a baby face to hear him say shit quality. <laughs> uh, almost character breaking. Um, then he puts Brandon Cutler in a snare trap. Loved <laughs> and he it. Puts the mic up to his mouth <laughs> and he's screaming, "Somebody help me!" And I was fucking screaming, man. I was laughing like fuck. It was, oh, it was so funny. It was so funny. But it was meant to be funny, and that's it. Was it was perfect? I yeah. fucking loved it. And then we get Adam Cole, baby. He comes out for the save, and then the Young Bucks, Shanghai Jungle Boy, and then we do a BT trigger on the fucking ramp, and a boom on the ramp. They're calling his running knee a boom. I hate it. Um, fuck it, it works. I don't care. I'm not gonna <laughs> slag it. I mean, it kind of slags itself, you know what I mean? There you go. And then they fucking dunt Jungle Boy off, and he does, like, the biggest fucking forward-jumping yes. fucking swanton bomb off the ramp through a table, and it looks unbelievable. Unbelievable, Jeff. I fucking love all these guys, man. It's just great. This is the perfect feud for Adam Cole. Perfect feud. What are you saying to it all, mate? Yeah, if these guys don't mix it up somehow at full gear, I won't I won't be disappointed, but I will be disappointed because they've done such a good run for the feud. It need it deserves a pay per view match. I seen that I can't remember if it was after Dynamite or it must have been because that was the last thing it was on, wasn't it? That Tony Khan after the fucking show ended, comes out and he says, Adam Cole, your actions were despicable and the only way that you can keep your job with AEW is if you come out here and take pictures with the crowd and sign autographs, which is a really cool thing. So it's like Adam Cole comes out and does it, but he's begrudgingly doing it, but still gets some gets the pictures and stuff with the fans. It's all, it's all a work, brother. The match, it was a piss take of a match. I like to see Brandon Cutler getting a wee fucking moment here and there. I think he almost had a record as bad as Fuego del Sol, along with Pretty Peter Avalon. They were both like 20-0 on Dark, and then they both drew against each other three times. And that was the payoff that we got for that feud. But Adam Cole, love it. Young Bucks, love it. Jungle Boy, love it. Luchasaurus, love him. Give me more Marco stunt. That's all I need. Now it's time for your main event. Second. We've got Malachi Black versus Cody the Cunt. <laughs> I fucking love Malachi Black, man. So, Cody comes out, right? And you know what he usually does? He comes down the ramp. Instead, he comes out like Undertaker comes through, like from, like up from the below the ramp, like yeah. through the ground. And he's getting booed to fuck. 
this crowd is too smarky. <laughs> um, they're fed up with Triple H too. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting Cody sucks chance, booze every time he starts getting offense in. He's he's if he doesn't run with this now and go full heel instead of doing this fucking weird tweener stuff he's doing right now, mm-hmm. then he's he's a silly cunt. And Cody's <laughs> if he if he's anything, he's not stupid. So correct. If he leans into it, man, we could have one of the best heel runs of all time. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Imagine, right, before I get into the match, before I get into the match, something's just struck me, right? Imagine we get Cody and MJF realigning. What? Realigning. He joins the pinnacle. Nah. Imagine. Nah. That would be fucking great. Or it could be great. Depends. Depends. We'll talk. So... The crossroads onto the table was fucking class. Black and Cody, they've both bladed. Um, this match is fucking great, isn't it? I was really Randy's enjoying it. Randy's in a job. Crowd are chanting, get the Glock, get the Glock, <laughs> Don Anderson. And that was fucking, I loved it. Loved every second of that. Um, we had Andrade, we had Pac, we had a sneak iPad attack, we had a fucking spine buster from Arn Anderson, we had Black Mist in Arn's eyes, yeah. we, oh, by the way, Malachi Black's Lion Salt was Lovely. pitch perfect, fucking quality, right? Mm-hmm. Malachi kicks out of a crossroads, the crowd go fucking insane, he hits a coup de gras, followed by a flying knee, and then a German suplex, and then Cody kicks out. The crowd are like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> we got a black mass, or a spinning heel kick, as they're calling it, because they've still not come up with a fucking name. And Cody sandbags him out into the ropes. What a prick. <laughs> and this was the bit where I was a bit annoyed, right? So he knocks Cody out. Cody sandbags him. Probably he can't pull him out from the ropes. He's like, oh, fucking hell. And then Cody just gets up on his feet. <laughs> it's like he's he didn't sell it for long enough. I know... I know what you're going to say, what right? Gonna say? And you're right. TV time remaining. TV time remaining? It's a TV thing. It's not a pay-per-view thing. You can't. Exactly. You don't have as much time. And that's fair enough, right? That's right. that's fair enough. But I think if you're doing the sandbag spot, there's a bit of suspension and disbelief for Cody to just jump straight up, right? Yeah. Anyway, we get a Cody cutter. We get a Crossroads. We get a Tiger Driver 98. And then Kunto himself wins two thunderous <laughs> boos. Um... Right, Randy, what are you thinking to this, man? Personally, I think it's a bad booking choice. In the short term, right? Now, that's not to say that they can't make a good booking choice in the long term, because I know that AEW are more than capable of going, okay, we can take a hit here and we can figure it out, right? The best proof of that is Hangman Page losing his number one contendership after the Dark Order lost them the Survivor Series match, right? So... I'm not saying that I'm like, oh, I'm done with this now or anything dumb like that, right? I'm not saying it's unsalvageable. I just did really didn't like it. Really didn't like it. But that doesn't mean that I might just get be getting worked, right? <laughs> I am, after all, a big sweaty mark, like everyone listening. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you do you feel do you feel they sacrificed Malachi a wee bit here? His his know. run, his like invincibility almost. Um I do, I kinda feel like it was a bit of a big sacrifice really. It was yeah. a relatively clean win. 
Um, could he have cheated to win? Would that have been better? Maybe. Um, could they have used Malachi's streak as a way to put someone younger and upcoming over? Could they have made Dante Martin turn a bit more evil to beat him? Yeah. Maybe. Um, in my head, I always thought like Powerhouse Hobbs would have been a really good fucking shout Ooh. for who's going to beat Malachi Black. Yeah. Have him come in, take all the I take the black mass and kick over. And you're like, holy fuck, uh-huh. this guy's a monster. Monster. But yeah, I guess he's not really in the right place booking wise for it. But mm. yeah, a surprise win's a surprise win. Um, the rub would have been phenomenal. Cody winning is a, it's a wee bit Triple H for me. The boss books himself to win against the monster. It doesn't feel too earned, but um, that's, that's... anyway, forget all that. The match was fucking great. AW rarely let you down. In the long term, right? So, I'm going to keep watching and see how they do it, right? But they need to come away from this knowing that Cody has to be a full-blown heel now. He has to be. The reaction was enough. And if Tony Khan does anything, he listens to the audience. So, excited to see a heel Cody. Come on, give us your rundown of the match. Tell me what you think. Tell me where you think Cody's going from here. Um, tell me if you think they did the right thing, they did the wrong thing, what you think this does to Malachi Black. Give us your all. My all. The fucking table spot looked good the first time, then watching it a couple of times, you're like, that. Ah, Cody went through more of the table than Malachi Black, what the fuck's going on there? We say Cody books his sell to win. The thing is, like, this has been said that nobody's got 100% control in AEW, like, Tony Khan's got the final say. Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, they can't fucking be putting themselves over for the sake of putting themselves over. I think this is just one big, massive work so that you do turn on Cody and you're like, no, he's a prick, he's booting his cell to win. Heel, heel, heel. And that's how we get a heel Cody. They could have done more with this. They might do more with it. Why are Pac and Andrade now getting involved? Are they going to be directly involved with Cody and Malachi and it's going to be a four-man thing? It just It's weird to throw that into it just now. Um, they could have made a big heel turn for Cody or Arn. One turns on the other. The week before this, Malachi Black had a match against Dante Martin, and after the match, Malachi Black gave Dante the nod. Maybe he could factor into this down the line at some point. He'll side with Malachi Black as well. Cody back with MJF in the pinnacle, that's a fucking long shot. That's a weird one. But I am recording on... Wednesday the 27th now Jesus I'm late for this and last night we had AEW Dark on YouTube I'm just I'm just ruining it Fuego 2 is Cody right Fuego 2 is Cody no matter what anybody says and what I want to see more than anything is a proper heel Cody Rhodes and then a Fuego 2 Cody Rhodes so you hate the heel, Cody, but you love Fuego too, because it's Fuego's son. 
That is a shout directly from Dirty Dave Dynamite. Give us that. I love that. This match, Cody gets his fucking win back. I think it's the case of everybody's going to be raging that Cody's booked himself when Cody's not booked himself. It's one of them, innit? He has booked himself, but he hasn't booked himself. But story-wise, he's booked himself to win. And that's a heel move. And he's just going to be a heel, a bigger heel than Malachi Black. But let's move on to predictions, mate. Right, prediction times. Let's talk about Dynamite. Let's go. So, first match I got here, CM Punk versus Bobby Fish. CM Punk. I'm going with CM Punk. I'll go with but Bobby Fish. Would you be shocked if Bobby Fish won by cheating? A hundred percent. Would that get him nuclear heat? Nah. Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm going to go with CM Punk. What do you think? I'll go with CM Punk for the points, Bobby Fish for the heat. We've got the Dark Order which is John Silver, Colt Cabana, Stu Grayson and Evil Uno versus The Elite, Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, bye-bye, and The Young Bucks. Nate I'm going to go with The Elite. The Elite. What do you say, pal? Oh, right. We missed this. In the review, there was a backstage segment where Hangman said to the Dark Order that the Elite are going to be in costumes and don't be outdone by them. And I think the Dark Order, definitely Evil Uno, Evil Evil Uno, is on the Jericho cruise. And I don't know if that's finished now and if they're going to be back in time for Dynamite. So I think the Dark Order are going to have... They're going to do the fucking FTR luchador thing where it's like, it's the Dark Order, but it's not the Dark Order, and I think they're going to have like some shit hot wrestlers in. Maybe you get fucking Gooduno in, maybe this is Bray Wyatt's return, or debut, but it's not Bray Wyatt, it's fucking Wyndham Rotunda, the Clyde. Um, but I think he's coming in either on Rampage or the week after because his non-compete is the 29th. Dynamite's the 27th, so we're still too shy for that. But Dark Order wins, but it's not actually the Dark Order. We've got an AW TBS Championship Tournament first round. We've got Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida. Oh, rematch. I think Serena Deeb is going to win, and I think Hikaru Shida is going to be raging that she didn't get a 50th. Yeah, that's another good shout there, but perhaps... Hikaru Shida's a bit more fierce this time. Or, who does the winner of this go on to face? Is the winner of this taking on Jade Cargill? And then this turns into a draw, and Jade gets another bye into the next round. Give me a draw. Okay, we've got AW World Title Eliminator Tournament. It's 10 from the Dark Order against John Moxley. I think I said earlier on that John Moxley already got through. You did, because you're um, a dick. He didn't. I was talking pish. Um, Yeah. This is when he goes through. I mean, (laughs) come on. Come on. John Moxley wins this. What are you saying? Yeah, 100% John Moxley wins this. And finally, I've, I've done it the right way now, right? Biggest match for the end. Here we go. Randy will be fucking buzzing. We've got... AEW TNT Championship Sammy Guevara versus Ethan Page Sammy Guevara's going to win Sammy's going to win 
and then I'm going to get some fucking American top team shenanigans. I'm looking forward to it. What are you saying, Paul? I know that I said earlier Sammy wins, picks the team, but if the Jericho cruise is happening, if there is no inner circle, Sammy's outnumbered and Sammy loses. Sammy loses. Okay, Rampage, they've only really given out a couple of matches for this so far. We've got Matt and Mike Seidel versus Leo Rush and Dante Martin. So for me, the Seidel brothers, they show up to get beat. So it's going to be Leo <laughs> Rush and Dante Martin. What do you think? Um, For the sake of going against Jay, and because I can book anything, the Seidel brothers win, and Dante Martin and Leo Rush have a wee feud. And then... Dante Martin sides with Malachi Black. And lastly, uh, announced on Rampage, we've got AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament. It's a semi-final already, mate. Semi-final already. It's Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson in what is surely to be the most violent match of this week. And I've got to give it to Brian Danielson. I think we're looking at a Brian Danielson-John Moxley final. And fuck me, that's going to be so good. Anyway, Brian Danielson for this. What are you saying? Yeah, Brian Danielson Moxley final makes sense, but it would be good to see another Moxley Kingston match. Now that they're kind of like on good terms with each other, and they're like we just need to beat the shit out of each other, and one of us is going to win this to get a title match, and you get a right good fucking blow off between them. But you can't put fucking Eddie Kingston over Brian Danielson so soon. Unless the fucking super elite super click get involved or something like that. So, Brian Danielson, every day of the week. And that's me for another week. Thanks very much, you beautiful sweaty marks. Cheers, Randy. Um, Always a pleasure, never a chore. Um, Yeah, take care of yourselves, guys. Um, Mikey Mac, out. Mikey Mac, out. Thanks very much, Mikey. As he says, always a pleasure, never a chore. Except, of course, when you're offshore. That's us for another week. Thanks for listening. Go catch us on the link tree at Dragon Duplex, Snapdragon Duplex, whatever. Google it. You'll find everything you need. You'll find the merch. You'll find the podcast. You'll find the Twitter, the Instagram. No Facebook, but you'll find my Twitch. And that's all you need. Thanks again, everyone. Take care. Mind what you're doing. Mikey Max already out. And now Randy Phil is also out.